Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Good morning and welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. This is an event that we've been looking forward to for some time, the Automotive Avengers. We had no idea when we decided on this theme that there would be a lot of events that would happen uh, this spring and summer and fall. Sean Butler, our great friend and hero, is with us. He's the Fixed Operations Manager at Bristol Honda and Johnson City Mazda and Acura. Sean, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Hey, thank you so much. It's great to be back. I mean, I'm feeling a lot better mentally, which is you involving me with this Avengers has really been a boost and picked me up. So thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Sean, we really appreciate you. We've been following everything the last many months. And I will say, you know, you're on a number of, you're on panels on this event. And first of all, bring us up to speed. Okay. How are you feeling? How's the treatment I going? Try to do an update every couple of weeks when I'm doing chemo. But I had a, actually a life coach reach out to me who is very well known. And I had no idea who he was until I researched him. And he asked me to start doing things weekly. He said, you should do this weekly because men need to hear this message. And so the message is be proactive with your health, right? Get out front. If you don't feel right, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right go get checked out. I didn't do that. So what happened to me was I started feeling bad in February. I didn't go get checked out till June. So I lost four months that I could have already been tackling this bear, right? They only gave me a 33 to 42% chance to make it to the first of the year. I'm going to make it. Ain't ain't no doubt about it, right? I don't know. Just keep plowing for it. But the pain is incredible. As long as this tumor is in me, I have like a 10 to 12 pain scale all day long. I take oxycodone and I take morphine. I've asked, I've asked prescribed by the doctor. and All it does is take the edge off. That's how bad it is. Yeah. I mean, until they shrink the tumor enough that they can operate and remove it, I have to deal with this. It's going on like nine or 10 months. It's, up, it's approaching a year. January, February would be a year. And uh, it's really bad. Like they tried to kill me a couple weeks ago, put me in the hospital, dehydration, a loss of potassium. Thank God you went to the hospital. Yeah, they, they said I should have died. And thank God I didn't go to the local hospital because I'd have been in the ER and probably died waiting. I went to my hometown. I had a three-hour drive to make it there. I don't even know how I got there. I don't remember driving there, but thank God I did because when I walked in the door, they immediately you know, put me on fluids, rushed me over to the ER, and they, they thought I should have coded from cardiac arrest. Potassium and sodium levels were so low. So they don't even know. How, they can't explain it. So if that didn't kill me, guess what? This cancer ain't going to kill me. We're going to make it, but I'm going to need your help, right? We're getting ready to hit the holidays and the first of the year. Thank God for everything that everybody did for me. I thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Besides the bills that insurance paid, we paid out almost 30 grand, right? And that's about how much the GoFundMe account had earlier in the year, right? So the GoFundMe account is wiped out, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Our bills are up to date, right? We're making payments on some things because, you know, it's astronomical, but we've paid most of the stuff off due to your generosity. So come the first of the year, 
everything's going to reset. I'm going to have to pay all the insurance stuff over again. You know, sometimes I miss three, four days in a row, work due to chemo every other week. So I'm going to need your help again. I'm asking for your help. My goal is to get $50,000 together by the first quarter of the year, and that will carry me the whole year of everything over and above their regular expenses, which I'm paying the seven or eight grand per person out of pocket. My wife, most of y'all don't know, she is awesome. She's a, she was forced to medically retire from her nursing career earlier this year. So we lost that income. So we've just been on one income since January. Uh, you know, it gets kind of tough sometimes when we're facing these expenses. And thank God y'all came through and helped me out. When I say y'all, I mean everybody out here that's in our family. Thousands of people messaging me. I live on those messages. I live on those text messages, the phone calls. They keep me energized and pumped up. So keep those coming. The prayers and support are the most important thing. Financially, yes, I'm going to need some help after the first of the year, or it's going to take me years to unbury myself. Thank so you. Sean, GoFundMe page. Yes. Quickstopscares.org. We, we can go to that page. Directly to the GoFundMe page. Yes, sir. All right, so we're putting that up on the screen now for our audience. You can hear the call to action, everybody, for Sean Butler, our great brother, our great friend in fixed ops, fighter like no other. I hate to ask. I'm a prideful person, you know, I mean, but, you know, anytime when you go from 200 pounds down to 130 and you're in this kind of battle, one thing you don't need is the financial stress. If you can ease that burden... It makes everything else so good. That's why my mental outlook is so good because I'm not sitting here worried about having to pay off $30,000, you know, so thank you. And your wife, Robin, is amazing, you know. She loves it when she gets phone calls from you, Ted. She calls me right away. Hey, Ted just called me, you know, checking on me. And she's very grateful too. I mean, she's more than grateful because she's a stay-at-home mom now, you know, forced to retire with Lily, our six-year-old. And uh, so she's been a great mom, a great wife a great supporter to me, my personal nurse. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing. She's diabetic, but she wears some kind of insulin pump. It's like ungodly amount of money a year. And she's a cancer survivor, you know, so she's susceptible to everything that comes along. As now, I'm getting ready to start wearing a mask probably next week because my white blood cell counts are dropping because of the chemo. It's not dangerous levels or anything like that, but I just need to protect myself. Absolutely. Bring us up to speed on... On your daughter, Lily, tell us about her. Lily. Lily's struggling right now. She's really in a bad place mentally. She goes to the guidance counselor at school almost daily. And I hate it, man. It really breaks my heart that she's so upset because she'll tell people that, you know, my dad has cancer and he's dying. So, you know, I hate that. It really hits my heart. And she's struggling because she's afraid that I'm going to die. You know, so, I mean, it's hard. Definitely hard. She's such a good girl. She's so pretty. More, she plays, does gymnastics and cheerleading, and she's the smartest one in her class. She always gets A's. She's a great kid. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to leave her. My wife, for my motivation. Plan on leaving anybody soon. I know you're not, and you're the strongest person I know, Sean. Sean, you're at work every day. You're at work right now. Yes, sir. Talk to us about that. You know, this is my life, right? Helping others. That's what I do. So by being at work, I'm able to help my team that I've two years building. Um, we set records almost every month. I got a great crew. The cohesiveness 
is ridiculous. You'll see four or five guys working on one car when one guy gets stuck in a heartbeat just to help him get out. Our racks are full every day. When I got here a year and a half, almost two years ago, they were only having like 20 cars a day. Terrible, right? So now we're up to about 60, um, which is a really good number for us based on our shop size and capacity. We're getting ready to build a new shop and expand our size. Um, but for me, being able to be here is one. I probably would have died by now if I wasn't working. Uh, honestly, I would have just gone to a really bad mental place. And just because I love this industry, these people, this job, seeing others happy and successful is a good thing. And I want to be a part of that. You know, when I always try to find people's why, you know that. What motivates you? Is it time off? Is it education? Is it money? Is it more time with your family? What is it? I don't care. And as soon as we find that why, I start focusing on that and bringing those people out. And it's just great to watch them bloom and grow. I get so much satisfaction when somebody has a wedding. They, they got enough money. They can get married. They can buy a house. They can get cars. They can take care of their kids. Somebody comes to me and says, hey, my wife's got this. I'm like, okay, go do it. Right? Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, last manager didn't let that. I said, well, he don't work here no more. You know, so it's always about the people, right? Family first. You got something going on at home? Take care of that first. We'll make it. I got plenty of people working. You're not only going to work and you're doing the, you're doing the treatments. I, mm-hmm. I know the schedule. And I, I know that knocks the, the heck out of you. I, oh, I, yeah. Every other week for three days. It knocks me in the dirt for sure. But you're also traveling because you live a distance from yes. where you work. Tell us about that because <laughs> you're traveling hours. I don't think a lot of people realize. Oh, no. So what I do, I work in East Tennessee, right? Right across the Virginia line coming down 81 where Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Virginia all come together. There's a point right there. I work just right at that point. The, it's called the Tri-Cities area. It's really beautiful here. It's about 15 to 1,800 feet above sea level. So we have mountains surrounding us everywhere. It makes you feel like you're in like a New England setting or something like that with the mountains just right with you. But we have the warmer weather. doesn't get as cold here. They don't see a lot of snow. So I drive three hours to work every Monday morning. And, and I live here Monday through Thursday. I have an RV that's parked on the river in Bluff City, Tennessee, which is dead in the middle between Johnson City. And, and it's really nice. It's on a park-like setting. It's got a river. It's got bluffs. And everybody there is like me. They're either here working and they go home on the weekends or they live there primarily. So it's very quiet. There's no traffic. It's, it's really nice. And uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy my quiet time in the evenings because I'm a workaholic. And so therefore, I can work 12 hours a day without my wife busting at me because I got nothing else to do. Right? So it works out just fine. And you go home on Fridays. Fridays. I leave whenever I want to on Fridays. Usually at two or three o'clock. I like to make sure the week's ending well. You know, and I, I work from my laptop when I'm not when I'm doing chemo treatments, I'm still working. I'm doing I'm answering emails, phone calls, text messages, doing video chats or video meetings. Like we have a meeting every eight oh five every morning. I do those by Zoom. Uh just partic- just to participate. You know, I don't leave the meeting, the shop foreman leaves a meeting, but I'm there. So yeah. Don Butler's story is incredible. Okay. What you're telling him saying, no, we have a panel coming up later in the show with Daryl and Michael, and we're going to talk about those shop meetings. And that's every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day. Every day. So advisors at seven 15, the whole shop at eight, eight Oh five, you know, five minutes and just brief state of the union address. What's the goals for the day? Where's everybody at? Is there any issues? If there's any issues I want to know about it so I can tackle it. Right. Because 
it's really weird, and I don't know why this is. There's a lot of little stuff that comes up that nobody can figure out that seems simple to me. So probably because I've been there and made the mistake before and I know how to fix it is usually how that happens. I'm hard-headed. It takes me two or three times to get it, you know, so that's part of my problem why I'm so sick right now. If I wasn't so damn hard-headed, I would have gone earlier. But if I wasn't so hard-headed, I probably would have died already. So it's kind of a guess 22. <laughs> Sean Butler needs our help, everybody. Here we are. We're a week before Thanksgiving. He is a fighter. He's a fighter like no one else, okay? Yeah, I'm None that I have ever seen. And his family needs our help as well. We've helped them through this first round of medical bills, okay, and covering what's not covered by the insurance. We need everybody to reach out, fixedopscares.org. Do it again, okay? If you haven't done it, it's time to do it now. Thanksgiving is next week. This man is a fighter. He's the superhero in all of our lives, and he's right here with us today. And he's, look at him, he's in dealership, he's working, he's fixed operations. And Sean, there is nobody, I don't think cancer knew what I was up against, okay? Yeah. You, but you are, you are simply amazing. And fixed ops community, we need everybody in automotive to reach out and help this man over the next yeah. couple of days and into the, into the rest of the fall and into the balance of the year. And as he said, in 2024, uh, you know, there's a lot of more, there's a lot more stuff that his family is going to face and we need to rally and help. Well, I have se- I'll have several surgeries in 2024 when the tumor shrinks. So yeah, that's going to be big. That'll probably put me out for a couple of weeks at a time when I have those. So we're praying for you, everybody. We need your prayers. We need your help. Uh, Sean appreciates all of your, your comments, your, uh, your feedback. He appreciates it like no other, and it's time to rally the troops and circle the wagons, everybody. Fixedopscares.org, you see it on the screen, and we're all there for you, my brother. Thank you, Ted. Ted, going into this Avengers panel, I can't wait, dude. I'm so pumped up. It's going to be awesome. You know, four days of fun. Four days of fun. Everybody needs to participate. The agenda is out there. You yep. know, look at it, pick what you like, and, and watch it directly. We'll be participating by a chat during the videos. So it'll be like a live situation. I know. And then, uh, you know, going forward, you can watch it anytime on YouTube. You know, it lives forever. You'll see Sean Butler, everybody, throughout the event. And please help Sean Butler and his family at this time, a real fighter, a real superhero, a real automotive avenger, fixedopscares.org. Let's all help him together and let's help him through this fight. And Sean, we love you. And uh, Thank you. we're here for Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And thank you enough. Words can't express the gratitude I feel towards every single person. But I just, I just don't have enough words. Anybody that knows me knows I don't run out of words often, but I do when it comes to describing how people are helping me. Help Sean, help his wife Robin, their little girl Lily, and the rest of the Butler family. So it's yeah. time to do it. It's time to give back, everybody. So please help us. Please help our fixed ups community and our great brother Sean. Thank you. Thank you.